1: Hey, it's Kits and Wagers. We're talking Friday for Game Week 34 in the Premier League. I'm Adams Drake joined by Chris Owen. We're both dealing with allergy, allergies and colds and sicknesses and everything. Our voices may not be 100%, but our thoughts and bets are still 100%. Chris, welcome in here.
2: Thanks, Adam. Yeah, we're, uh, It's been one of those weeks where you just got some bad allergies It's that time of the year. <laughs> Now it's like kind of kicking into maybe like a full blown cold. I'm not really sure, but yeah, just uh, happy to be back talking. It's kind of we've kind of had a couple weird weeks here with games, uh, FA Cup, you know, teams playing on short weeks, stuff like that. And uh, this week we got a full slate for the weekend, so that's kind of nice. Uh, rather than like you know, like last week I think we had like a was it a five gamer overall or four four games um, where a couple were we had those two FA Cup matches. So ni- nicely back to like some sort of normalcy here with the schedule at least and uh you know gonna get into a few matches here and see if we can't hit a couple bets
1: we will definitely be hitting a couple bets here but uh you got your liverpool uh warm-up sweatshirt i see here for the Merseyside derby i'm trying to lighten the mood from this sickness i got just just orange whole city here whole city i just looked up they're battling uh relegation right now so they're trying to stay above sitting in 19th place in the championship table but it looks like it's going to be good for them. Uh so the first match <clears throat> we're talking about Arsenal home against Manchester United. Arsenal coming off I don't know, surprising, uh, crazy, uh, I don't know whatever, where do we want to describe the win against Chelsea on Wednesday. They're plus 115 to win, draws plus 255, Manchester United to win is plus 245. You can get over two and a half goals at minus 125 and then under two and a half goals, plus 100. You got to lean on this one. You were on Arsenal against Southampton last week. I was on Chelsea against Arsenal midweek. We were both
2: wrong. Now, what side are we picking here? What we know about Arsenal is that we don't know. Um, we have struggled with them all season long. <laughs> and, yeah, pretty big emotional win for them against Chelsea earlier <clears throat> earlier this week, but um I kinda I kinda don't know what to do with this one a little bit. They're playing at Arsenal. Arsenal getting positive odds at, at home. So that's that's tempting. <clears throat> but I think a, a key part here is whether Cristiano Ronaldo will start for Man United or not after he was out at the midweek. Film. And so I don't you know, whatever goes on with that is is gonna be a key role because they just they don't have much, uh, you know, they're not very good attacking wise without Cristiano, at least in my opinion. So I they think get him he's
1: going to start hundred percent. He is. Yeah. He's okay. been training for a couple of days
2: now. So, okay. So that definitely may, you know, affects where I'm at here. I think um, before, before I kind of figured out, we knew that Cristiano was start going to start. I was looking at double chance here, Man United, they are going to go on the road. So a little bit of a a um, little bit of trouble there, but you get a double chance at minus one thirty against Arsenal. Arsenal, outside of that win against um, Chelsea earlier in the week, have kind of been kind of been like yo-yoing in terms of like how they're performing. So, i I think I'd I'd rather just go with a you know Man United lineup that has Cristiano Ronaldo and take them win or draw at minus one thirty. It is on the road, but I still think that that is my most intriguing bet that I would go for in this match.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, I can't disagree with that. It's it's minus one thirty on the on the double chance. You can also get uh, draw no bet for better odds. Uh, I guess the big thing to point out. You mentioned Ronaldo. It seems like he's going to start. Been practicing, but also Scott McTominay. He's been out for a few matches. He's been training. Rafael Varane has also been training. So they're getting a couple of guys back, and I guess that's kind of leading me to go with the under here. I, I think people see the 2-4 result against Chelsea uh, for Arsenal and they think, okay, there's going to be goals and then they see Manchester United, they give up what four goals to Liverpool then they have that 3-2 game against against Norwich, but I actually think the under 2.5 is the play. You can get uh, what, plus four, uh, 104 on this one, so uh, pretty good odds for I mean, I guess you probably could get better odds uh, plus 104, maybe it's not the best, but I just think that both these teams, you know, they're playing for the top four and I think there's gonna be, you know, some nerves. They're not gonna wanna, you know, go too far in the attack or go too heavy in the attack because, you know, they don't wanna be the team that goes down one nil in this spot. And I think it's gonna be kind of a, you know, one of those back and forth kind of cagey matches. There isn't really an advantage to either side, but I think as long as McTominay starts, I think Manchester United is just going to get back to how they were playing before under Ragnick. With, they're going to have two defensive midfielders in Modic and McTominay. And they really haven't had two guys like that for some time. Like they've been rolling out like a 4 3 3 with Jesse Lingard in there. And that's just not really kind of been working for them. Uh, so I think it's going to be back to what Ragnick wanted originally it's going to be defensive I think it could be like a one-nil result to either side here and like Arsenal just scored four goals but I don't I mean I don't know what happened in that match it looked like Smith Rowe could just do whatever he wanted and get good shots from the top of the box whenever he wanted so assuming that doesn't happen again I'll, I'll say that you know both Arsenal and Manchester United struggle to score so I'll go under two and a half and half goals you have a preference on the over under here
2: uh, I mean, <clears throat> looking back at their previous match, they played in December, early December, Manchester United won that won three, two. But prior to that, you know, you had an, uh last season, we had a nil nil, we had a one nil the season prior to that, we had a two nil and a one one. So, you know, and then even that before that it was two nil. So in this fixture, there hasn't been a ton of goals aside from the most recent match. Uh, so, I mean, that would kind of support your you're under two and a half uh, overall, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's, I don't really have a a big enough read, but I think, I think, I think Ronaldo, you know, I'd be a little bit in the lineup. I'd be a little bit more weary of that uh, under two and a half, but I think overall the the previous fixtures and previous results show that maybe that might be the, the bet to lean towards.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to look at so you brought up that uh, previous result against Arsenal and I think uh Ragnick it was actually appointed like that day of the match or after it so he actually wasn't managing that match when it was 3-2. So I think that actually goes in the favor of the under because I mean once Ragnick took over like it's notable they are they had been a more defensive team like if you ta- if you just take away some of those recent results but uh, so I think that is going in favor of the under two and a half here, uh, even though that yeah. that prior result. So,
2: yeah, and the and that previous result it was three two. Looks like um, Bruno Fernandes opened the scoring, or Emil Smith one 1-0, no, and then Bruno Fernandes equalized. And then Cristiano Ronaldo scored two goals. And if you're if you're in the mind that uh, maybe let's check out an anytime goal scorer, for instance, Cristiano Ronaldo plus one seventy. He scored three versus Norwich. Two in this previous matchup with Arsenal. And plus 170 is pretty decent for, for him. So maybe something to consider on the side.
1: I'm not considering that. Okay. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> um, all right. So this next match. Yeah, I'm taking the under. I'm not betting a goal scorer here. Next match, we had to throw in a relegation battle. And what better talk about relegation than with Norwich? Norwich are still last in the table uh, but not not the dead last so if you have those bets of Norwich to finish last they're only one point behind Watford right now sitting we got 22 and 21 points it looks pretty it looks like these teams are done Watford and Norwich uh, Burnley just got another win Burnley are at 28 Everton 29 so it's they need three points, uh, probably three more times at minimum the rest of the way. So that's what we got with Norwich here. Norwich plus two sixty to win. Uh, Newcastle plus one fifteen to win. You got the draw plus two thirty over two and a half goals minus one hundred five under two and a half minus one fifteen. So Newcastle favored, but they are uh, they are away from home. Uh, what do you what do you think about? this match uh, Newcastle I think it's one of their best runs ever in terms of home form winning matches but then you look at like their the recent away matches and they got a bunch of losses in there so do you think uh, Norwich have a chance to win here
2: uh, I would lean no um, nah. just, like <laughs> I don't know they gave they gave United <laughs> a, a tough match but like a tough match and then Newcastle just have been playing so well, at least at, I mean, at least at home here, they're on a three match winning streak overall. And, uh, I mean, previously they drew back in November one, one. Um, and then prior to that, they had a, only a couple other results because they found of both been or Nor- Norwich has been yo-yoing between the Premier League and the championship. But, uh, yeah, I, I think overall, I mean, I, I just don't see a way forward for Norwich here. Every time, you know, they get a decent matchup. They kind of seem to, it seems like they drop it. Uh, they are conceding a lead, a second, the second most goals in, behind Leeds United at 66 goals. So I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by that over. Um, and that was over two and a half minus 105. So you're almost getting plus odds. I think, yeah, the Norwich, despite Newcastle's defensive tactics, like that has pretty much led them to, a few a few results here I think that just Norwich in general conceded a ton of goals and uh, I would rather go the the over two and a half at minus 105.
1: Yeah we'll say that Eddie Howe hinted at uh, some rotation because of the busy week and Newcastle just played on Wednesday so you got that but yeah in terms of that prior matchup Uh, Newcastle, I mean, they they played – I think that was one of Eddie Howe's first games back in November 30th, but it was 1-1. Kieran Clark got a ninth-minute red card. And then Newcastle actually went up 1-0 before Pookie got a late equalizer. So, I mean, it was pretty solid for Newcastle to get a point out of that after the early red card. But, I don't know, I just just keep coming back to, like, the – it just seems like Newcastle, they're playing really well at home. They're pretty much limiting every opponent from anything they want to do. Crystal Palace couldn't do anything in that midweek match. I mean, you look at their, uh, their previous home matches and there's dominating teams not really allowing any good opportunities. But, I mean, you turn that around and look at their last away match, 5-1 at Tottenham. That got away from them. They lost late at Everton. I mean, that's I think that's pretty relevant in terms of this match. Uh, So Everton actually won. They got a late winner despite being down to 10 men. Um, Before that, it was at Chelsea. So, I mean, Newcastle, they want to limit opportunities. And on the other end of that, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how exactly this match is played. I assume it's just going to be defensive because because of the way Eddie Howe is playing with, with this team. Uh, so I, I'd consider it the minus minus one fifteen and the under two and a half goals. Um, I I don't think like, even though Norwich want to get the win, like I feel like this is a game where it's going to be scoreless going into halftime. Like neither one of these ty- teams really has a good chance. So I'd probably take like under half a goal uh, in the first half kind of a thing. I think that'll be a good, a good route just because I don't, I don't think, I think Norwich will, will be fine with like a score of the straw. They're going to want, basically both these teams want to play for the one nil win. I feel like that's kind of what it, I'm kind of getting at. Cause that's what Newcastle been doing. And then as for Norwich, like they know they're not going to, you know, run a team out of the, out of their building, but they're at home. They got their fans. They beat Burnley last time at home. Uh, so they got some confidence at least. So uh, I don't, I don't hate plus two sixty for Norwich showing. That's what, that's kind of what I'll say. Uh, their, their their double chance is similar to Manchester United. You you see you got the uh, plus 250, 260 odds for both those teams, and then I'll go with the under again. So I guess I'm on a couple unders this week.
2: Interesting, yeah. To, to support your point about Newcastle, four of their past six matches have been one zero. Has been the final scoreline. So if you're if you you know subscribe to that, then the under makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of the opposite of what everyone expected Eddie Howe to do. I think he's just he's just looking at his team. and He's like, we can't keep up if we want to score with other teams. Like we can't really do that with Chris Wood and and what we have in the attack. So we're just going to try and just body teams up in the midfield and not allow teams to get good opportunities around the box. And that's pretty much what they're doing. Like if you look at all the recent results, none of these teams have more than, like, one expected goal against them outside of, like, that Tottenham match. Like, they're just limiting good opportunities. And, and I mean, what that tells me is they're, they're playing for the one-no win. That's kind of what, what it's come down to. Uh, I mean, you look at that recent Leicester match. Leicester got an early goal, but then Newcastle dominated for, I don't know, the final 45, the final 60 minutes of that match. But, but uh, Merseyside Derby here, next match we're going to talk about uh, not as fun as uh, as previous Liverpool matches, but uh, I mean, Merseyside derby always. It, there was a time I don't know a couple years ago where uh, Everton, even though they weren't very good, they were putting up a fight in this in this matchup. Um, but then you look at earlier in the season; it was four one. So let's look at the odds. We got Liverpool minus five twenty five to win, Everton plus fourteen hundred draw, plus six fifty. Over 3.5 goals, plus 115, under 3.5, minus 140. So what are we going with?
2: Over 3.5 goals again? The over 3.5 goals has been extremely strong when we've been betting on Liverpool. It's tough to not – I mean, the odds have gotten much worse than when we – like, I think, was it three weeks ago we bet on that? And then uh, last week I bet on that. I think it was plus 180. Or earlier this week against Manchester United, it was like around plus 180. And that obviously hit, but now we're down to plus 115. So we're not quite getting the odds that we had earlier. I think uh, the, when I was kind of looking at this, the most interesting thing that I, I saw was that uh, the last time Everton beat Liverpool in this fixture was uh, in 2010. And the most interesting part of that is Mikel Arteta scored the second goal for Everton in this one, and now he's managing Arsenal, so there's just no no part of me that would consider uh, an Everton bet. Just it's been 12 years since they got a win in this one. Um, but that being said, the the over three and a half goals not quite as good of odds, so I'm a little I'm a little concerned about that um, overall. And we might see a little rotation from, you know, I think it was Mo Salah, Mane, and Diaz in the lineup against Manchester United. So we might get you know Jota, Firmino, and even. I mean, I'm sure Salah keeps his place or in some capacity, but we might not see that same lineup. So, yeah, I would, uh, I'm would. i less intrigued by that over 3.5 than I was in the, in the past couple matches against Manchester United and Manchester City.
1: Yeah, so I guess in terms of that 3.5, that that barely hit against Manchester United. Uh, like, it was 3-0, and they got that late goal. It, it seemed like it was 2-0 in the second half and like, Liverpool – couldn't really care less to score again uh and they you know they got two more but uh just in terms of that I feel like the worry with over three and a half is that this is like a three nil game in the second half and just Liverpool are fine with three nil result and you know the fourth goal would be something lucky that happens just like Manchester United so I'm that I'm kind of leaning the or I am leaning the minus two and a half uh In terms of this one, Uh, but I do want to ask you just how do you think uh, Everton are going to attack this match because like they're not going to want to play like I know Lampard wants to play a little more uh, attacking and whatnot, but like they're not going to like they don't have Calvert Lewin, so they're going to want to play more defensive. But do you think that like, is that going to work like if Everton want to I don't know, try and make this an ugly game and try and keep this low scoring. Do you think that is even possible right now with the with the form that Liverpool have?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely possible to keep it low scoring. If they want to sit in and, I mean, they, they can, obviously. Um, but it just, I th- yeah, I don't, they're, the, bit, the missing Dominic Calvert-Lewin part is tough for them because they haven't necessarily been like uh you know in top goal scoring form here. So I, if they wanna if they wanna sit back and do that, then you know that that kind of supports the the not taking the over three and a half overall. But yeah, I'd I, I could see this one being a little tighter. And then if we look at previous results, uh Liverpool won four one earlier this year, but then it's been two oh uh two two last season, nil nil, one nil. So kind of all across the board. So there's just not a sort any sort of consistency. The only consistency is just that, you know, Liverpool have been scoring goals overall this season. But, yeah, I don't – this one's tough to tough to call here from a uh, goals over-under standpoint.
1: Has there been a matchup like this where Everton was, like, battling relegation and Liverpool were, I don't know, the best attack in the league like this? It, I mean, probably not. I mean, not, not.
2: In, not in recent history, yeah. no. I mean, this has been really, obviously, a tough season for Everton. And uh, it's always been a little bit, you know, whether – as mentioned, they, they haven't beaten them in, you know, 12 years. But they – Liverpool just, you know, have found themselves near the top of the table, at least the last few seasons. But Everton have just truly not been that bad. And, uh, you know, to to try to – they're in this relegation fight with Burnley. And Burnley, you know, they, they have an okay run in here where Burnley's got Wolves, Watford, Aston Villa, Tottenham – Aston Villa twice, actually, um, and then Newcastle. So they're not facing any of the top. Four sides at least, or except aside from Tottenham, so they have a little bit of a better run in here. So it'd be a big ask for Everton to take points in this matchup. But yeah, I think they Frank Lampard is uh, doesn't want to be at the uh, at the helm when if if and when Everton go down.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. I'm just trying to gauge on if Everton can actually. Because they're gonna want to play defensive if they can actually hold Liverpool uh, to one or two goals. Like if that's the case, then like you can look at under two and a half goals at plus one eighty six. You can get Fanduel. Like if you think that route is at least possible, uh, that would be. I mean, that's just something to consider. Like you, you look at these prior results, and it's just the Merseyside Derby. It's sometimes it just tends to be close, even though when the teams aren't really close in terms of talent level or form. So, I mean, that's one thing. But, I mean, you just look at Everton's away results. They've allowed multiple goals in their last eight away matches. And that includes, yes, that includes a match, FA Cup match against the Hull City Tigers uh, when Hmm. they they won it. I think it was an extra time. Yeah, they needed extra time to beat Hull City 3-2. But, I mean, you just look at some of these away results it's just like they gave up three goals to Burnley uh, what one or two weeks ago. I mean, I guess the thought is just like they just play completely different. They don't want to go up and down as much because they know they can't do that against Liverpool. So it's just going to be it's going to be like one of those. But that's not even like how Liverpool play. I was just going to suggest it's going to be like one of those Barcelona against like a low level La Liga team where it's like. 80% possession, three expected goals to point .1 expected goals, and it's like the other team gets a random chance and scores and wins 1-0. But uh, it's just not how Liverpool play, so I, I don't know. It's kind of just interesting to see what Frank Lampard's going to do with, with uh, how he attacks this game.
2: Yeah. I, I was just checking out the the previous matchups and who was in the starting 11. Um, earlier, this is last – this would have been – um, February of 2021. So last season, um, that was the last time they Everton held them to two Oh. And I mean, Liverpool pretty much had their, one of their better lineups, but prior to that, the other like zero, zero result, the other one, nil result, we had Takumi Minamino, Harvey Elliott made a, a, a rare start. Carigi was in the lineup. So, um, those previous results where there wasn't a lot of goals or even any goals, um, was with matchups where or with lineups where there was like you know some some second string kind of kind of players. So if it's Mane, Salah, and Jota, then you know I I don't think that Everton are going to be able to necessarily hold them to one goal at least. But uh, yeah, so keep you know keep an eye if there's any rotation. But if there isn't, then I I'd, I'd support that <laughs> at least two goals.
1: Yeah, I mean you look at that two 0 result last year for Everton, and it's just like. Oh, Jordan Henderson started at center back, got injured in the 30th minute, and then Nathaniel Phillips came in for him. And then that was also playing with Ozan Kabak, who like has struggled to get a role at Norwich this season. So like that's yeah. kind of what uh, Everton won 2-0. I mean, they had Hamas last year too, so he got that in there. Um, but I mean, the most recent results, you got the 4-1 result for Liverpool. They won at Everton. And that was... I mean, I guess you got Solomon Rondon starting that match, but for the most part, it's you know similar squads to to what we're going to be seeing in this game. And you know, Liverpool just dominated uh, Lampard. I don't believe he was there at the time, but uh, yeah. So I guess, I guess it's enough. We got, got
2: the Merseyside Derby here. I'm having a, I'm having a glaring mistake moment here. Sure. <laughs> I was saying that they hadn't won in 12 years. Uh, they won last season. <laughs> Everton won last season, but prior to that, it had it had been twelve years. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh,
1: God. you're ignoring uh, that result with Kabak and Phillips at center back." Yeah, I guess so,
2: but uh, yeah. I just, guess while we get just, into, to, just this. to clarify, that was a yeah, that was a major yeah, yeah. oversight.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
1: Um, so the further this conversation, we're just going to get into best bets here and I'm putting the stink, I'm putting the stink on Liverpool with my best bet because Liverpool have been maybe the most consistent team, the easiest team to trust this season. Like they have this run of wins of positive results. And so as we said, uh, I guess midweek, these are no longer, these are no longer best bets for me. They're just bets. Uh, that I give yeah. out and you Fair. fade my bet and mm-hmm. we've been saying we've been saying this for a couple of weeks that you just fade my best bet I so technically the listener you should be up seven in a row seven straight wins off of my bet so you're welcome for that uh the question is is if you if it, it can keep up here with uh Liverpool I'm taking Liverpool minus two and a half uh, plus. 145 against Everton. We just talked about it a bunch. I don't think even if Everton try to play defensive, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna do it. I think Liverpool win at least three 0 Liverpool has been keeping clean sheets as well. And then you, you throw in uh, what's going on with Everton and their attacking issues. Like they needed a late Richarlison goal to get points midweek. Uh, was that against Leicester? So uh, Liverpool is playing really well. Maybe they'll rotate, but I think the rotation is—it's not going to matter. Minus two and a half Liverpool, plus one forty-five. This is going to be up to you if you want to fade this or not. But the fade of my bet is is seven and seven and zero over the last seven. So
2: there you go. Fade. Hashtag fade, Adam. Interesting. Hopefully we talk. Yeah, fadesy. Hopefully we talk that fades. Um, Hopefully we talk that one into existence. Do you um, want the winner! Uh, well, you want the
1: winner? You want my bet to win this time?
2: Yeah, well, we're hoping for the bet to win here. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, interesting week in terms of best bets. A lot of, a lot of things out there. Nothing like super popping out. I'm um, three of my last four, but two of those were over Liverpool uh, over three and a half goals Liverpool bets, and I think one was a Man United uh, double chance. So. Uh, I looked at a few things here I like the main I mentioned the main United double chance earlier that's minus 130 uh, away at, at Arsenal. I'm gonna skip that one although it is interesting. another one is Leeds United is uh, minus 125 double chance although I like how they're playing gonna skip that one too but just gonna throw that out there um, and then I one I really want to target here that we didn't necessarily talk about was Brentford versus Tottenham you're getting over two-and-a-half goals at minus 125. And when you look at the last six games for each team, they have scored over – they've been involved in games that have been over two-and-a-half goals uh, each team over their last four of six matches. And interesting enough, uh, for Brentford, they've been you know, scoring goals. And uh, in the two games that they didn't hit the uh, over two-and-a-half, it was uh, home against Burnley, who we know know how they play, and that was 2-0, so just barely missed that one. And then the other one was against West Ham, and that was also at home, uh, 2-0 in that match as well. So they've been at a lot of goals in those games. And then for Tottenham, they uh, their last four or six matches where they've been involved in games with two, over 2.5 goals, the two games where they didn't hit over 2.5 goals were both games against Brighton. So the most previous matchup was 1-0. That was uh, last week, earlier this week, um, last weekend. And then the other one was 2 0 um, against Brighton, and that was back in mid March. So, other than that, there's been a t- you know, it's been 3 2 against Manchester. Um, United, West Ham was 3 1, Newcastle was 5 1, and then Astonville was 4 0. So, all that leads me to say, I'm taking the over two and a half goals at uh, minus 125, just based on the fact that both teams involved in games with a lot of goals. I like this
1: bet. What do you think of uh, this is Christian Erickson against former team Tottenham? What do you think uh, that's going to be for like his mindset uh, for, um, I mean, I guess for Tottenham, I, you don't have, just looking through the roster, you don't have a ton of players that that played with him outside of Son and Kane. Uh, I don't even think Heusberg was on their team when Erickson was there. So, no. I mean, it's Eric Dyer, I guess, Ben Davies, Uri. So you got a few players that, that played with Erickson. What do you think that's going to mean for this one?
2: Yeah. I mean, since Erickson's come back for Brantford and like started getting way, you know, a lot more minutes, he's been great for them. Definitely be interesting to see, you know, the reaction from his teammates. But if you uh, subscribe to a revenge narrative, not that it's like revenge really, but um, I would go Christian Erickson. You can get him anytime goal scorer as plus 650, which is pretty, a pretty massive number for an anytime goal scorer. But uh that would be an interesting badge against his former side. Um, we all love that kind of narrative sometimes. Then the other one that's interesting is Ivan Tony is plus 185, and that man's been scoring some goals. He's got 12 goals overall and five from the penalty spot. So if you want the over two and a half, and then you think there's going to be a couple goals, you've got the Christian Erickson against his former team narrative at plus 650, or Ivan Tony who's who's been Brentford's best goal scorer.
1: Yeah, I honestly think you can throw a nice little uh, – let's just do it right here. We'll do – I'm actually going to go crazy. You got over three-and-a-half goals at plus 220, and then let's throw in Ivan Tony to score, and then let's throw in – let's throw in Sun to score at plus 120. Uh, Well, I was just going to create this, but – it's just not uh, letting me at the moment, but anyways, that's, that's something to look at. You could probably get, I don't know what that'd be more than plus 1000 odds right there, probably plus 2000. So um, yeah, I, if you think there's going to be goals, I think like this is a match where either team could score two or three goals uh, unless like Brentford want to play things a little more defensive, but it just seems like it's going to be an open matchup where both teams can score. And and then just in terms of these teams, like for Tottenham, it's always, it's always Son or Kane scoring goals. And then for Brentford lately, it seemed like Tony's on PKs, he's scoring goals and boymo has been pretty good. So you got those guys may throw Erickson. So it should be a fun match, but our voices are almost gone here. I got a couple more podcasts to do later today for DFS. So it's going to be a busy day for me. So I got to, conserve, conserve uh, the vocal cords a little bit, but Chris, you got some traveling today. Are you going to be able to watch any, any of these football, any soccer this weekend or what?
2: Yeah, I will be, uh, I got a pretty, pretty long drive ahead of me this afternoon into evening. Um, and evening. Uh, and yeah, I mean, going to chop up a couple of soccer podcasts on the way down. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm, I've actually, I know nobody in this wedding. Uh, Maybe one person besides the man, the bride. Um, It's uh, one of my girlfriend's good friends. So I'll, uh, you know, probably going to just lay low in the morning, uh, taking as much EPL as possible, try to stay out of anybody's hair. And, you know, looking forward to that Brentford Tottenham match as the later in the later slate.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to hit that best bet. So we didn't mention Chris is three or four in his last uh, best bets. So there you go. And then again, fade my best bet. Uh, is seven and zero, but yeah, Chris. Over two and a half goals between Brentford and Tottenham. I took Liverpool minus two and a half. But that's what we got. Premier League game week thirty four. Chris, safe travels as you travel uh, on the west coast to California, and hopefully, uh, your allergies slash whatever you got going on are uh, are better for the wedding, and you can uh, enjoy yourself in in lovely California there. Definitely. Thanks, Adam. Yep. See you every next week. And uh, yeah, game week 35 then.